Hello, hello, and welcome back to Skip the Small Talk podcast. You know what's funny? When I first started doing these episodes and I created my first trailer, I mentioned how much I couldn't stand doing introductions, right? Because it was like, it felt a lot like small talk to me. It was like really uncomfortable and I didn't really know where to begin. But you know what? I'm learning. And I also realize how important introductions can be. So if you are someone who has been listening in to me since day one, I just want to say thank you so, so much for your support. It really means a lot to me. If you are someone who is just tuning in today for the first time, then I want to say thank you for tuning in. Hello and welcome to the party. I am your host, Alexandria Santini. I am a wife, mother of two, and a boss. Yes, I said it. I am a boss over my own life, looking to build a powerhouse mindset for myself every single day. And on top of that, I have become such a self-growth, self-improvement enthusiast because I really feel like it's so important for us to live in a way that feels really good on the inside so we can not only handle but genuinely enjoy everything that life has to offer or throw at us on the outside, right? Because we're going to have good days and we're going to have bad, but it's how you handle it that matters. So, um, you know, I tend to be a person that goes against the grain a lot, but you know what? That seems to be what got me this far in the first place. So I'm just going to keep rolling with it. And I invite you to follow or I invite anyone to follow and join me on my journey as I share pieces of my life with you guys. And I hope that my podcast serves as a place of insight, connection, and motivation oh let's not forget fun we always have to have some fun welcome to episode five this episode looks a little different to me because not only am i here um kind of winging it since the beginning right like my introduction this is the first time that my introduction was not pre-recorded right i'm here doing everything straight out from the heart um not only that usually i tend to look for inspiration in different places sometimes to help me figure out exactly what i'm going to talk about on my episode but this week i didn't even need any extra inspiration because it seems like i keep having the same conversation over and over again with different people around me um it's like the freaking universe sending me a sign and I've had this conversation so many times this past two weeks since you know my last episode that I figure you know what I'm just gonna bring this here and I just wanted to give you a little preface before I really got started because if you've been tuning into me you know that once I start talking sometimes I jump from topic to topic and I don't know when to stop. So um, I just want to tell you, if you are someone who works in the nine to five corporate life, you know, day job world like me, because I do, too. um, And you've ever thought about leaving at any point. um, And I don't even mean leaving because you just had like a really bad, stressful day and you're like, I'm done. I mean, like just because you you feel like there's something else out there that you want to be doing or you possibly want to learn about 
or you know you think in your mind like this doesn't fit fit you anymore or you don't want to do it forever then I think this episode is for you because that is kind of where I am in my life right now and it's kind of crazy because I don't know if I ever thought I would feel that way and now I'm really starting to feel that way so if you like I said have ever thought about leaving that world and doing something that you enjoy more then this episode is for you so a few things that I've been asked lately are where do you find the time to podcast and why do you do it and I've even had people tell me that they want to start a podcast but they didn't really know how or they were nervous or they didn't know what they wanted to talk about and you know from my last episode that I recorded so many people seem to have been so deeply inspired by my guest speaker to take a leap of faith in their own career path you know, and even be a little more open minded when it comes to finding something different or, you know, just being a little bit more intentional about what they're doing because of listening to her story. So to answer the questions, where do I find the time? Honestly, it's just about discipline. I don't really have a lot of free time during the day. You know, I have two kids and I have my regular nine to five job. So I just take one to two hours at night when the kids are asleep um, you know, when I when everything is quiet and settled in the house and everything that I needed to do for the day is done, you know, and I just start putting some notes together. And, you know, I don't do it just for the podcast. It's just me gathering my thoughts. And, you know, I read sometimes and I just I do that more for me. And then that's what sparks me to want to talk about a certain topic. And then I'll start recording. Um, but I do have to wait till I have moments by myself, like I said, when everything is quiet here. And, you know, we don't really realize how many distractions are around us. Um, I can easily spend a freaking hour or two scrolling on like social media or bullshitting on a phone call or watching a show on Netflix, whatever else. But I just discipline myself. So I use that same hour or two. It doesn't even have to be every single night, right? Because you're not going to want to do the same thing every single night, but a few nights a week. And I just focus on my creativity, my hobbies, something I want to do for myself. And you'd really be surprised how much you get done in one to two undisturbed hours. And I mean undisturbed, no distractions, no one talking to you, no one bothering you, no one, you're not picking up the phone to check an email or to check a text message or social media, nothing. Just one to two undisturbed hours with your mind fully focused on whatever it is that you're doing. You'd be surprised how much you can get done in that one to two hours. Um, As far as the question of why I started, I think I touched a little bit on this already in my um, trailer and in my first episode, but you know what? I'll do it again. I did it because I wanted to start a hobby for myself, a hobby that I enjoyed, something that added value somewhere. And for me, the podcast is fun. Like it challenges me a little. It breaks me out of my comfort zone. And it's just a form of like expression besides social media. Honestly, if I could, I would put a whole freaking studio together and a team of people that enjoy talking shit with each other and like, having deep conversations and I would make this this like a whole show that's how much I've grown to love it and the best of all is how many different people I've been connecting with reconnecting with and like so many different opportunities in such a short time have shown up for me through the networking 
of podcasting and just from the simple inspiration and how it you know it sparked conversations between me and other people because of something they heard on my episode and you know it really caused me to start thinking outside the box a little and that's um you know when I started to realize that there's more out in the world that I can get into besides the nine to five corporate life. And ever since I started doing all of this inner work, because if you're someone who's been tuning in since day one, then you know that most of my episodes are kind of tied into each other and they have to do with a huge season of inner work for me. If this is your first time listening, then you might want to go back and, you know, listen to my previous episodes and you'll see that you know, these are steps I've been taking to work on myself, to understand myself better, to change certain things, you know, and I've been doing a lot of that and learning how to live more intentionally and with a purpose. And all these mindset shifts, it made me pay more attention to the things that give me energy, you know, that boost my mood, that make me show up at my highest self and the things that make me excited and bring out my enthusiasm. And this podcast has done that for me because it was like I proved something to myself. And, you know, it was never really about anyone else. And it also proved to me that, you know, we live in a world where we can start from scratch. And I'm not even like, old but I feel like when I was like in college and stuff like that um you know it still didn't even feel like this it still feel like the only way to you know get somewhere in this world was you like you go to college you graduate which I did and you get your your job your corporate job or whatever it is and that was it but I feel like now we live in a time where you can teach yourself anything like online unless it's something obviously that you need a degree or a certain certification for that's different but if you're doing something just because you you're curious about it and you want to learn how to do it or you want to learn more about it like you don't have to go to school you don't have you you can go online and you can teach yourself anything you know and I also um learned that there are so many knowledge knowledgeable people you know that have either small businesses or offer courses or workshops and these things can be fun and they really give you so much more than just necessarily, you know, a college degree can, depending on what you're trying to get into. And I'm not knocking the, the a degree, you know, I have one and I went through that whole college life th- chapter for four years. Um, and, you know, the next question I've, I've been getting is if I'm quitting my job, like from a realistic standpoint, I'm not walking to my boss tomorrow and handing in my two week notice. Right. Because obviously that's not realistic for me. And just like everyone else. I have bills to to pay, but what I can say is that I've decided wholeheartedly to give myself probably a year or two at the max before I let go of this this world, and I'll explain why. So, you know, obviously in my previous episodes, I've been talking a lot about living in alignment with my values, about um, realizing that, you know, the way certain things don't fit me like they once did at one point and learning how to let go of things that don't serve me or what society has ingrained into our minds of the way things are supposed to be and allowing myself to be more open minded and leaving room for something new different or better and I have gotten so deep into this mindset that even you know even my own job started to feel unfitting for me where I'm like nope I'm not really sure if I could do this forever 
But before I keep going, let me just make it a point to say like my job itself, the people I work with, the company itself has always served me well, you know, and I've always done well. And um, it actually is one of the best places to work for. Like they've made it to Forbes magazine, I think twice for top companies to work for. So like I don't have any complaints in that aspect, but I do think that I reached a point where that world isn't for me anymore, like the culture of it. Um, the structure, the, you know, and most importantly, like the end game of what I'm really working towards, like none of it excites me. None of it makes me proud the way that it did at one point in my life. So it's not because of the actual place that I'm at. I think even if I went to another job in the same field that I was doing, it's just that whole nine to five culture that I'm over. Um, there was one particular statement that Diana made on my last episode and it really stuck with me. And we had like an over an hour interview, but that one line that she said really stuck with me. And it's that people think they have to choose one thing and do that for the rest of their life. It's like you have to do one thing until you're dead. And I think this mentality, at least for me, comes from my background of like my parents being like so old school and like pushing me to like graduate college get a good job and that's it like nothing else mattered you know you don't even have to like your job right because in you know nobody's supposed to like work right work is not supposed to be fun work is is work but I don't think that's necessarily and that's necessarily true you know the only real reward that you're supposed to be getting from work in that mentality is like your paycheck and then you just keep you're supposed to try really hard to keep climbing this ladder get a better title more money more money more money right like that's the the end goal higher titles and more money and for some people that's that works right like climbing their way to the top and that's what drives them they're driven by titles and money and for a while like i was driven by that too especially at 20 years old, like I was young and I had a corporate job before I even graduated college. So for me, that was cool, right? Like I felt proud. I was like, wow, you know, it was like, I thought that's like being successful. I was putting on my business outfit, commuting to the city and walking into the office. That was a big deal for me. But this was before I had a family before my values started changing, before I started looking deeper into what I was gaining from these eight, nine, ten hours I was working every day besides just a paycheck. And now after reflecting, it made me start wondering if anyone actually valued me where I worked and what I brought to the table or was I just another person in the corporate factory that's what I like to call it keeping the machine well oiled and running like that's the analogy that I use because that's sometimes what it feels like and now it's like I'm just a byproduct of like society's playbook of what success and security look like Um, and the craziest shit is that like it doesn't even matter what you actually do you can put me and five other people together who work in the corporate nine to five life right the category of the or like the field of work is going to be different but the culture of it and the way it all works is exactly the same so it's you know there's like this whole meme instagram page that i follow and it's hilarious because all the jokes are true i think it's like corporate millennial memes or something like that and all the jokes are so true and it's funny because every single person that follows that page probably works in like a different field but they can all relate to it But anyways, um, let me just share a little bit of what 
my reflecting looks like. So I started to make a list of reasons that I was at my job. And honestly, the only thing that really kept me there was a paycheck. And ironically enough, listen to this, my job sent everyone an employee survey last week. And I swear the timing was so funny because this is what I had in my mind that I was going to do an episode on. And because I've been getting into continuous conversations with people about not, you know, feeling connected to my job anymore. And then I get a survey in my inbox. And long story short, it's like an employee survey. And I was probably the only one that didn't complete it. And it was because I really couldn't answer a few questions like in particular. So one of them was like, what do you look forward to each day when you start your work day. And I couldn't answer it. Like I couldn't even make something up. You know, sometimes you take these surveys and you make something up and I, I couldn't even make anything up. I'm like, I don't really know. What do I have? What do I look forward to getting up for my work day? I don't really have anything that I look forward to. And the second question was, what is your dream job? And I think that's a little bit broad of a question. Like I don't even, I'm not even a hundred percent sure about like what that answer is, but I knew that it wasn't that. So I couldn't even lie and be like this right here. (laughs) This is my dream job because it's not. Um, And then there was one other question. I mean, there was a whole bunch, but these are the three that really stuck out to me. And then there was one that was like, when was the last time you thought about leaving us and what prompted it? And let me tell you, I could answer that question. I could write a whole thesis about it, but it was more from a personal level. It wasn't like, oh, I hate this company and I hate this job and blah, blah, blah. It wasn't anything like that, like negative like that. It was more so just a personal thing for me. But obviously I didn't write that and I didn't send in the survey. So I'm like, okay, what more of a sign do I need than this right here? And um, all right, so back to reflecting. And what I realized is that freedom to me now is worth more than money, right? Like that's that's wealth. Obviously, We have to make money, but freedom is really has been something that's become so important to me, especially because I have kids and they're getting older and I want to be part of everything that's going on with them. And I realized that I'm so over being tied to a desk with someone like on the other side of the computer questioning stupid shit. Like, why was your computer idle for like 11 minutes? I swear to God, like, that's a real thing. I don't know if anyone else goes through that, but when you're working from home, you're working remote, like they have at least for me, these programs that pay attention to how long your computer goes idle and like they micromanage and nitpick at everything. And it drives me like freaking crazy. Like, I don't want to be rushing my kid into the car when I pick her up from school because I'm like, come on, Mila, we got to get back in the car, you know, because I'm like on a in a race with a time clock because I'm on some like bullshit lunch break. Like, I feel like I'm just so done with that world. Like, I don't want someone basing my value on how much you know extra work I can take on until I'm burnt out how many extra hours I can work like how how many hours and minutes and seconds am I spending on the computer that you know it's not going idle like I I want to you know feel more like I'm valued as a person like I'm not just a robot that can learn any any task that anyone else can do right and for me like there's just zero reward in that but you know what there's a huge reward in being creative like in creativity and constantly working on or improving a particular skill set that you have like that maybe someone else doesn't have 
And there's a reward in getting paid and valued for the quality of work you produce instead of how fast you produce it. So, you know, like that whole thing with the time clock or paying attention to my computer being idled for a certain amount of minutes. For me, it's like you asked me to do a project, right? So like you should be more concerned about me handing in a quality project to you or a quality report to you than you paying attention to how many minutes I stepped away from my computer. Like that's the thing for me. Like it's all about numbers and timing and all this other stuff as opposed to what I handed in, in for you and, and what I bring here. So that's become my issue a lot with the with the corporate world. And, you know, I got a very small taste of what creative freedom is like, you know, like just from starting this podcast as a hobby. And then when I started connecting with people who have their own businesses, who took risks and it started to be like, wow, it's not just me reading about somebody that did this and being like, okay, whatever. Like, I actually got to connect with people and I'm still connecting with different people who have their, who are entrepreneurs, who have their own businesses, who put a lot of work into it. And I'm just like, wow, this really is possible. And some of them either started from scratch. Some of them don't even have college degrees. Some of them were working in the corporate world and decided, you know what, like, this isn't for me anymore. And, you know, they they are the type of people, most of them are people that pay attention to what aligns with them and the work that allows them to be themselves. And I, I realized that creativity makes you think more and doing something you love to do makes you able to learn new things at like a crazy speed because it's something you actually care about and something you're doing because you want to and not because you're being forced to. And you know what's interesting? I had to touch on this point. Um, society tells women to like have children. But then when we do have children, they start to play like this false idea into our minds that somehow children make us lose ourselves. And like the only way to remain yourself is to get back into work. And you know what's crazy? Like if you were looking at it from that mindset, you would think like, oh, now because um, I have children, right? I don't want to work in my nine to five anymore, whatever. So it makes it seem like when you have kids, the only thing you connect to is being a mom. And now I don't want to do, you know, be at my job anymore. And it's not that it was like, just like I spoke in one of my episodes about your values changing as things um, change in your life. So yes, when I did, when I started a family, and now that I'm deeper into growing my family, my value did change. So like freedom meant a lot more to me than titles and money and 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 trying to climb this ladder, you know? So it's not but it's not because my kids took away who I am. It's more so because w- the the point in my life that I'm at m- things that are important to me changed. So I feel like society places like this this false narrative like oh children make you lose yourself and the only way to like really get back to yourself is to get back into work like especially as a woman they're like go get a career don't be a don't be a stay-at-home mom like all this kind of stuff and not that I would want to be a stay-at-home mom because I like to work but it's just the fact that they push you to go basically drop your kid off at childcare and get back into to the office like go climb that ladder go get that title and go do something else besides being a mom But me, here I go with my against the grain mentality. I'm like, wait a second. I am the most joyful, the most energetic, the most at peace. And I feel the most like myself 
when I'm with my children, even on the craziest days when it's like chaos in my house and, and you know, where my head spins. Because if you have kids, if, if you're listening and you have kids, you know having kids will do that to you. They freaking make your head spin sometimes. But you know what? Like, that's, that's okay. That's the work that I want to do. That's the work that I'm putting into my kids, you know, and my husband and my, my family. They make me more of who I am. So to say or try to make me believe that I need to be climbing some ladder for some CEO all the way at the top in a huge company who doesn't even know who I am, who doesn't value me in order to not, quote unquote, lose myself is like absolute insanity to me. Like that, that that's even a narrative, you know, like no matter how much I'm getting paid to do it. So it'll be like, you know, the company's thriving and the people on the top are doing well, but like regulars like me are spending energy just to make them more successful instead of using that energy to build my own success and build my own life so that I have more time and freedom with my kids, you know? And mind you, like I said, you know, in the past episode, success looks different for everyone. So like for me, it's not like I would be looking to make millions of dollars. I'd be perfectly happy if I stepped out of the corporate world, got creative, did something on my own that I wanted to do and this broke even and was paid the same amount of money that I get now for my job. Like that would still be successful to me because it's not about the money. It's about having more freedom. And, you know, just to make it a point to say, I'm not saying like being a mom is like everything. Like I'm very big on having a balance in your life and and continuing to take care of yourself and be yourself. Like I'm always preaching about that, that you have to, you know, be you and feel good about you before you can be good for anybody else. So in order to do that, you have to know yourself. So you're going to you know, leave leave your kids somewhere and then go to work to feel like yourself, but you're still not working for yourself or working on yourself. You're you're still taking demands from somebody else to work on their dreams and like their company. So at the end of the day, going back to work or, or getting back into that that hamster wheel of the nine to five life doesn't make you yourself. At least like for me. You know, that's how I've been feeling. And being myself is by, you know, being cre- creative and contributing to the world and being paid for what I bring to the table and having the freedom to create and build my life in the exact way that I want. And there was a point where I didn't think that was possible, but it absolutely is, especially when you're like around like minded people. And that's exactly what my next endeavor will be. Like, I've already made the decision of what I'm getting into and excuse me, no, I'm not um, leaving my job to be a podcaster as a living. That's not what I'm doing. This was still going to continue to be a hobby for me. And, um, you know, I'm still going to do it because I connect with a bunch of people from doing this and it's fun for me. But I've decided that I'm going to continue stepping out of my comfort zone and it's too early to make any announcements or share this with you guys but I'm definitely dipping my feet into a whole different path career-wise so as time goes on and if you continue tuning in then you will hear about that as well um but you know I've slowly just given up the game of like office politics and all it really took me was three things inner work with you know some reflection to see what fit and what didn't paying attention to what's important to me now at this point in my life 
living more from like a place of intuition and intention and you know my my conversation that I had with Diana on my last episode she's very big on you know living from your intuition and letting your intuition guide you necessarily instead of just thinking in a logical term and um taking a risk to try new things you know without feeling like I failed or if I decided something wasn't for me and you know and moved on to something else that's important that's you know like that's the important part is being able to continuously pay attention to yourself I feel like as you get to a certain age or point in your life it's like people think you're supposed to be at a standstill right like yeah I agree you're supposed to have your shit together to a certain point you can't just be I don't know what I want to do with my life and like whatever but you still have the ability to like move around a little or at least put some thought into it like it doesn't have to be something crazy and extreme right like we all have bills and a life and and we have to keep keep that up and keep afloat but like you can at least put thought into it and and it's it's a it's available to you it's not just like you have to that's it this is be all end all and that's it even if you're miserable this is what you have to do and that and there's no other answer right like it's okay to be like hmm I don't know if this is for me maybe I want to get into something else and wait until the timing is right like literally just read more connect with different people network and you'll start to see that certain things start to feel fitting like it just happens without you trying or forcing it go read about some of the most successful people in business like some of them never even had a degree or titles you know and a lot of them couldn't be fit into that box because a lot of the time the the degrees and the you know unless you're you're a lucky person or you you're a type of person that put a lot of thought into that from a young age and that's amazing. You know, there are people that are doing things that they wanted to do from when they were young. Like this was a passion of theirs, a dream of theirs, and they're doing it, right? Especially I like I look at like doctors and lawyers and like teachers and police officers and, you know, people that that work in a profession that serve other people, that they, they're constantly connecting with different people. And like, that's amazing. Like that's something that they probably wanted to do and they're into it. And that's a completely different story. But I'm talking about like from a, a entrepreneurship level or business level. Like if you look at those people, 90% or a lot of them that you read about, they just built something on their own terms. Like they tried, they failed, they explored different paths and that's how they got to where they are. And there's a quote that I read recently and it goes like this. Sometimes the opportunity is not the money. It is the ability to turn it down if it's not in alignment with your values. Thus creating two opportunities. The first one is doing the right thing and not compromising. And the second opportunity is creating the space for an even bigger payout based on your intuition and your merit. And this right here is where I am. Because if my job came to me tomorrow and offered me some kind of higher title or supervisor position, there's a 10 out of 10 chance that I would decline it. And it's because I know that even with that title or that extra money or whatever, it still wouldn't be aligned with what I care about. So the new title, the new pay still wouldn't be 
worth enough to me to stifle like my personality, my vibrance, my energy, just to put on like a corporate costume forever, just to tell people like I'm a boss, like I'm a, I'm a, uh, a supervisor in my job, I'm this, I'm that, like I'm betting on myself a hundred times over with this new journey that I'm about to put myself on and all it stemmed from was making time to do something different and to let my creative side come out before it disappeared because I feel like if you don't if you have that in you some people don't like some people are structured differently but if you have that creative side to you and you don't use it or you don't allow it to come out I feel like just like anything else if you don't use it you lose it and that's what I was starting to feel like like I was losing my my um like my charisma, like my energy, my vibrance, like I feel like I was losing all that because I'm spending so much time of my day being like a robot, like on the computer, working, like not, my brain doesn't even have to think. It's just like my brain is like a system and it's just doing the same task over and over and over again at work. There's like no room for anything else. So that's what made me feel like that. And, you know, not only would I not take that and, and I'm betting on myself, but I'm also like n- not living in fear. Like I'm willing now to take smart risks. And just a side note, that quote that I just read to you came from someone who is so insightful and I was lucky enough to connect with him through social media. And he is a well-known writer and podcaster who has over 7 million downloads. So like here I am, I'm all excited about, like I'm about to hit 500 downloads soon. Maybe after this episode, I think I'm gonna hit like 500 downloads. And this man has like over 7 million. And you know what, guess what? He is going to be a guest on my next episode. So you might want to tune back for that because I know he's gonna have some really great stuff to share. So just to wrap up this episode, um, I want to share something really helpful with you to put this everything I just said into perspective and also kind of lay out a plan for you. Um, You know, being the nerd that I am, I'm always like reading different articles and stuff online. And I came across this article from Forbes Women magazine. And it The title of the article is Five Stages of Living Your Passion. So I'm not going to go into detail of the article because if you're interested in reading it, I'll put the link in my description of this um, episode. And basically, I'm just going to summarize it. It's five stages of living your passion and it tells you what stage you are in in your path like so if you're in the corporate world or your your day job whatever and you're trying to live out something else there's stages to that so like for example the first stage is having a job but giving your passion no power and no time so which basically means you're just dedicating 100% of yourself to your job and you're not giving your passion any time any power nothing at all so that basically means that, you know, that's it. That's that's where you are. You're sticking with your job. Stage two is having a job, but giving your passion time. So you're putting a little time and thought into the something you love. Stage three 
is having a job but giving your passion power and time. And in the article, it explains what that means, what it means to give your passion power and time and why both are necessary and important if eventually you want to go further with it. And stage four is quitting your job to give your passion power and time, right? Which I haven't reached that level yet. So I think I'm on either stage I think I'm on stage four, to be honest with you, Um, or maybe stage three. Stage three, because I'm still having fun with my hobby, and stage four is going to be when it's game time for me, when I decide to share with you guys what I've been working on um, with my new journey. And stage five is completely building your empire, using your passion. So that's like, I think, the biggest step or the biggest stage, and for me, I think that takes years to build, but just... I think it's a really good article to put it into perspective if you want to just try, right? Like, just try. Um, yeah, so I'll put the the link into the description and have fun reading that. It's kind of insightful. And one more thing, um, like I always say, usually the even the endings of my podcast episodes tend to be, like, pre-recorded. But you know what? I really am enjoying just doing this like freely so if you um are just you know this is your first time listening and if you're not already following me on instagram you can find me there at skip the small talk underscore podcast if you enjoyed listening to this episode or any other episode please rate uh rate me um whatever platform you're listening from it's really helpful if you give me a good rating and you know even if you leave a comment it pushes me up onto the charts um and you know feel free to connect with me here leave me a comment i also have a blog that i use um you know if there's notes or anything like even like a link to the article that i was just telling you about i tend to put it on my blog just like a summary of uh, whatever we spoke about so you can find you can find an area there to leave me comments you could even leave it anonymously if you wanted to you can message me whatever you want to connect with me on but um yeah I just want to say thank you so much for listening